Hey everyone, this is Alex Wilhelm and you are listening to Equity Monday, a weekly kickoff to get you started on this bright and early morning. Today we're going to go over what happened this weekend, talk about what is coming up, look at the latest funding rounds that you may have missed, and to close, we'll take a minute to parse the latest lead story in the startup world. Now, two tiny notes before we start. First, Equity is finally on Twitter. You can follow us on at EquityPod. A big thanks to the first few hundred of you all that have done so. We really do appreciate it. And finally, a big happy one-year wedding anniversary to my wife. We are celebrating this today by both working. <laughs> all right, today is the 22nd of June, 2020. Let's get started. So what happened over this weekend? Well, it became even clear that the pandemic is nowhere near over. Concerning trends in the U.S. got worse last week and Sunday saw a new all-time high for global infections recorded in a single day. Now, there's nuance to that Sunday data point, so take it with grains of salt, but still, it's not exactly the kind of milestone you were hoping to see. What is clear, however, is that the same COVID-19 that had the global economy in a panic in March and April of this year is still here and is getting worse. What impact that will have on the domestic and global economies isn't clear. But on the tech and startup news front, you know, news itself was pretty light this weekend. That's for, I think, two key reasons. First, many tech companies took Juneteenth off, making this a three-day weekend for lots of the startup and kind of bigger technology worlds. And second, Apple kicks off its WWDC virtual event today, meaning that we're entering into a Cupertino-shaped media takeover. If anyone wanted to announce anything, now is not the time to do it, so expect Twitter today to be merely Apple news with bits of political panic mixed in. Looking ahead to the week that we are getting into, stocks are heading up in early morning trading, of course. Reaching new all-time highs, the tech-heavy Nasdaq is making lots of startups look good, helping late-stage shops defend their private valuations and perhaps keeping VC interest high in SaaS and other categories that are flying on the public markets. And, and past that, it's conference week. Perusing the tech meme and pending conference list, this week brings virtual events from a honestly impressive wide array of folks. So we have, this week, Collision, WWDC, CAN, HPE Discover, the Launch Festival, and the Spark Plus AI Summit. So if you do not want to work, there is plenty of distraction available for you. And as a small, I guess, personal note, I think I did a panel for Collision. So if you want to hear me talk to a number of uh, New York-based investors about that state and that city's startup scene, uh, dig it up. It should be somewhere on the Collision website. Startup news and VC news have both felt slow since Thursday individually and their union point. Startup funding rounds have also been a little bit light in the last few days. But as always, we have found some fun ones for you, too, in fact. Now, first up, we have Mexico-based Heartbest that has raised a $2 million Series A led by Blue Horizon Ventures. According to a Medium post from the investing company, Heartbest is developing, quote, manufacturing and commercializing plant-based cheese and milk in its own state-of-the-art facility located in San Luis Potosí. Now, Blue Horizon Ventures, in case you hadn't heard of them, is based in Switzerland. So we have a Swiss company investing in a Mexican company uh, developing plant-based cheese and milk. That is really cool. I didn't see that coming. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of plant-based cheese and milk yet. Um, I live very close to a pretty high-end vegan place that I go to occasionally with friends, or used to, I suppose. Uh, but I'm very curious to see in a couple of years what this market looks like, so keep your eye on Heartbest. Next up, we have, oh, well, and a reminder that San Francisco still really matters to the global startup world. SF-based Acquire recently put together a $6.4 million Series A led by Base10 Partners. 
The firm, according to Crunchbase, is a, quote, unified customer engagement platform that brings all communication, interactions, channels, and tools under one roof. Now, we've all heard of products like this before. And, you know, as we add more comms tools and channels and that sort of thing, we're always going to need things that bring them together into a single app, you know, or a bundle. This is just more evidence that all of tech is just unbundling and then bundling things once again. Oh, and finally, uh, funny run announcements have been a little bit light lately, as we said, and we're not sure why. Uh, could we protest the pandemic? Many, many reasons, really. Uh, but things do seem slow. What we're curious about is, are rounds getting done and not being announced, or are rounds not getting done and therefore not getting announced? So the Q2 data, the venture data that we'll look at this period of time that we'll get in a couple of weeks, is going to be fascinating. So buckle up. Finally, this week, a reminder of Twitter times past. Now, if you read Twitter over this weekend, you may have seen essays from, you know, any number of text chattering classes on the Apple App Store slash Hey email app situation. Now, I know we talked about this on the show Friday, but, you know, a bit of a refresher in case you've forgotten. Apple is currently in a scrap with the Basecamp folks over their new email service, Hey. After Hey was accepted into the App Store and Air, Apple later said, the company declined to allow updates to the app unless it included a way for users to pay for the service inside the iOS app, allowing Apple to collect a chunk of the fees that it generated. Uh, now, that's a very condensed summary, so please do your own reading, but it was notable to see folks like Steven Snofsky, the former head of Windows and Microsoft, weigh in on what's going on. Lots of people wrote about this, lots of opinions out there. Pretty much every single thing you could think about this has been written down. So just go forth and read and figure out what's up. Uh, based on my personal read of the stuff that I did, there's kind of a breakdown between how people think. Amongst Apple fans and old school tech heads, there is some sympathy for Apple's position as a benevolent, if expensive, gatekeeper. And amongst the more kind of scrappy tech set, there's less patience for what to them appears to be monopoly-powered rent-seeking by the most valuable company in the world at the expense of smaller firms. Now, you can probably tell what I think based on that summary, but what matters for the startup world is that a core plank of the mobile app ecosystem is being relitigated. The contract that startups have had to say yes to now could be in doubt and possibly to their advantage. So it's notable, naturally, that instead of there being a new platform for young companies to gold rush and try to use to move us into the future world of just minting cash, we're arguing about a platform that was announced back in 2008, but it still really, really matters for tech and techish startups alike. So pay attention this week. Perhaps Apple will bend and cut its fees. And of course, perhaps not. And that is Equity Monday. It is June 22, 2020. This is Alex Wilhelm. You can follow this show on at EquityPod on Twitter or myself, uh, where I go <laughs> learn how to talk. This is Alex Wilhelm. You can follow the show at EquityPod on Twitter or myself, where I go by at Alex. We are back Friday morning. We will talk to you soon. Have a good week. Goodbye. Goodbye.